Happy to have you guys back for Jesus and Pancakes. We are your hosts, Kaylin and Alyssa. So we just actually launched our Instagram a few days ago. So finally. Yes, <laughs> finally. <laughs> it was a work it, in progress. It was. <laughs> Make sure to check it out. Um, we have some fun pictures on there, of course, of pancakes. Mm-hmm. And me and Alyssa, we were just talking about what kind of, I guess, topping you like or not topping, but what do you like to mix in your pancakes? I know for me, I like to mix in chocolate chips. Alyssa, what do you like to mix in? You took mine. That was my answer. Chocolate chips. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, okay, I'm going to be real. I have a really hard time mixing fruit with almost like dessert type things. So fruit with really sweet things, like the thought of mixing blueberries into pancakes for me, it just doesn't work. You know, really so, putting blueberries in your pancakes. Yeah, it's just I don't know. They're kind of like sour almost, huh. and yeah, it just it hasn't been a good experience in the past. Okay, okay. okay. <laughs> Granted, this is a new year, new things are happening, but yeah. So I probably stick with chocolate, or I feel like there was something. Yeah, or like I love even like a little bit of cinnamon too. Ooh, you know, just like good. a hint, okay. not too much, but. With whipped cream on top? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah that does sound know. pretty good. That's actually a really good idea. Put cinnamon in your You, you have to be mix. careful, though. You can't overdo it, though, because, you know, cinnamon is so strong that it's, yeah. like, all of a sudden it turns into the cinnamon challenge, and you have to throw it out. <laughs> That's true. But anyways, let us know your guys' thoughts. If you have any recommendations, please, we're always willing to try something new. Even if it's fruit, I'll suffer through. I'll try it for you guys. Um. <laughs> there we go. Yeah, yeah. Good job, Alyssa. Way to take one for the team. <laughs> oh, gosh. Such a chore. Um, no, but anyway, so today's episode, we're actually really excited for it. Um, we are going to be talking about spiritual gifts. Mm-hmm. I feel like we need a drum roll. Like right? Somehow need to- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but um, this is one of those topics where... Just speaking honestly, I know that it's caused a lot of division in the church. Um, It's not a salvation issue. Like, you're not going to necessarily, it's not going to determine whether you go to heaven or hell, um, you know, if you believe in the spiritual gifts or not Mm -hmm. or anything like that. But I do know just in the church body, on one end of the spectrum, we have people who do not believe that spiritual gifts still exist today. Um... And then on the other end, we have people who strongly believe that they exist and they use them every day. Um, And so we're not going to dive too much into the theology behind everything, but we think that it's important to talk about because um, it it does affect your life, you Mm -hmm. know? And there's a couple things that we're going to explain kind of why. Um, But just to kind of break us into this topic. Um, we're going to read 1 Corinthians 12, verses 4 through 6. And again, there's lots of passages in the Bible that talk about spiritual gifts and that are examples of people using them and whatnot. Um, but these two verses kind of set up, um, I think, why God created spiritual gifts. I'm going to say that word so many times. Right. <laughs> I feel like we need an acronym for it. SG. SG, yeah. <laughs> Why he created the SG. Um, yeah, yeah. 
Okay, so we're just going to read, sorry, I think I said four through six, it's actually going to be four through seven. Four through seven? Yeah. Okay, yeah, I'll go ahead and read. Now there are different gifts, but the same spirit. There are different ministries, but the same Lord. And there are different activities, but the same God produces each gift in each person. A manifestation of the spirit is given to each person, person for the common good. Okay, so right off the bat, that tells us a little bit about spiritual gifts as far as one, each gift or talent, you could say, is from the Holy Spirit. Um, and two, the whole reason that they even exist is for good, for the common good, and to glorify God. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of our rule of thumb of, look, if you have something that, that isn't directly glorifying God, it's probably not a spiritual gift, so to speak. Um, and then one of the things we have which is pretty cool. Um, so if you Google spiritual gift tests, you will find a ton of them out there. So many. It's kind of overwhelming. Um, There's but, a lot. I'm like, which one is correct? <laughs> I know. Seriously. And some of them say, like, different things. And you're like, okay, like, how do how do I know just what I'm good at, you know? Mm -hmm. um, and so we have one of them here. Um, and I think we'll probably post it on our page, um, or whatnot, but anyways, so the reason why we chose this test, or the reason why I like it personally, is because, um, I think if you take one of the SG tests, um, you'll find that it'll say something like, oh, your spiritual gift is hospitality, congratulations, and like, granted, that's awesome to hear and stuff, but this test actually links your gift to a part of the body, and for me, and I think for you too, probably just having that visual is actually really helpful. Mm -hmm. Just in being able to understand, um, you know, like, okay, so if I'm like the eyes of the church, that means that I just have a strength for being able to see the people that are hurting. Um, and, and so, I don't know, I feel like it, it makes more sense to have it linked to something that you can like visualize, if that makes sense. Right. Um, but I don't know, what did you think when you took this test? Like, what were you surprised by? I mean, to me, like, at first when I was going through it, I was like, whoa, am I taking a Myers-Briggs test? <laughs> yeah, it does feel like it. It feels like a personality test. Right? Yeah. Um, but, I mean, overall, I thought it was really great. And I, I thought it was interesting that it gives you all the body parts. Yeah. So, for example, example, I'm just going to read some of them. Um, so, for example, you have the brain, the ears. The eyes, the feet, the hands, the heart, um, the kidneys, the stomach, and the voice. Mm -hmm. And for me, like, I'll just read the, the description for kidneys. Right. So I actually scored kind of high in this one. At, and at first, it's kind of weird to think, wait, you mean, like, my gift is to be a kidney? Like, <laughs> how does that make sense? What's yeah. the point of that? <laughs> but this is the description under it. It says, you are the filter. You know what things are healthy for the body of Christ and what things are not. You embrace what is good and stay away from what is bad. And so knowing that, that's really helpful. Um, I don't know, maybe if you have that gift, maybe you find yourself being the person that people go to for advice, you know, and they'll say, hey, what's your opinion on this? Um, what do you think about that? And maybe that's one way that you can serve, too. Um, it's just by being kind of that sounding board and being able to filter through things that are beneficial for church and that are not, mm -hmm. you know? And so 
that's kind of why this test is cool is because, I don't know, I, I feel like it just helps you, um, this is going to sound so new ageist, but, like, helps you get in touch with, like, just who you are, um, and the reason, again, all of this circles back, it's not just so that you can know, oh, cool, like, I found out this about myself, great, it's so that you can take this to God and go, Lord, how do you want to use this in my life? Right. What do you want to do? How do you want to speak mm-hmm. through your people um, through this gift, you know, and stuff? Yeah, and also, when I was going through this, I was curious because I didn't know my spiritual gifts, and... I got, I got the same thing too. I got, um, kidneys and yeah, I got the highest was kidneys, which to me, when I was reading that, it sounded like discernment Mm. because I also took another one, another test and it said that I had discernment. And so it makes sense if I had the kidneys as well. Um, but now I don't know if like other people are feeling the same way, but I'm in this place where, gee, I don't know how I can use my discernment in the church community. And I don't know, but I know that if I keep praying, then maybe something will happen. Um, but yeah. And I think that's really cool too. And that's part of why we're doing this is just to say, Hey, we don't have all the answers, but we're still in it soon. We're still kind of figuring things out. Mm -hmm. And so maybe, you know, a little while from now, Kaylin will be able to share, you'll be able to share like wow, remember when I was praying about that? Well, guess what? I've now been able to serve in this capacity and this right. is sort of what I've learned through that. Um, what was, though? like, I know, I know just because I know you personally, mm-hmm. um, you've always been a very intuitive person. Like, you just pick up on things without people telling you that. Yeah. But ever since learning, you know, oh, that this is maybe something, that this is a spiritual gift and that there is something that God wants to do through this, how has that sort of changed your view, even like your day-to-day life? Mm-hmm. I mean, growing up, I was always, like you said, intuitive. I can read people really well, usually know how they're feeling and how they're not feeling. But I just thought I didn't really fit into a lot of things because of that. I felt like, oh, man, does everyone else feel the same way that I do? I just feel like I have this overpowering feeling of I can really just empathize with other people and... I guess, just figure out what they're feeling. Then I realized as time went on, and once I built that relationship with God, I realized, no, that's my spiritual gift, is mm-hmm. being intuitive, knowing how people are feeling, and that's something that I, I've i been trying to work on and how to bring that and incorporate that into work. And at my job right now, I'm trying to use my spiritual gift, and as well as other spiritual gifts too, because it's not, I don't think it's, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, you're not prone to just having one spiritual gift. I think you can have multiple. Mm-hmm. and Or you can exhibit a bunch of other ones, too. You don't have to exhibit just the one. Yeah. You know? Yeah, Does no, that I think sense? that's a good point, too. Yeah. Like, believe it or not, God creates well-rounded people. So, yeah, <laughs> so yeah of, of course, that that's very logical mm-hmm. to go, okay, um, you know, maybe your strengths are in three different areas. Right. Um, but yeah, that's so cool to hear that you're able to kind of take this, like even what you're learning in your day-to-day relationship Mm -hmm. with God and then translate it into your work. And I mean, I think that's the point of it too, is again, just asking the question, God, how can this be used to glorify you and to point people towards you? Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I thought it was kind of weird how I've, I've always felt like this and I'm like, wow, am I, 
try am I like doing some kind of like weird mind reading thing I don't know what's going on I actually like met someone a couple of years ago that was really into all of that and it scared the crap out of me <laughs> because I was like there's no way like he was a healer I don't know it was just really weird and when I told him how I felt that I felt very intuitive and he was like oh my gosh me too like I can do that because I can I can read people's minds and all this stuff. And it was very manipulative. And so I was like, wait, <laughs> am I supposed to be feeling this way? Yeah. And and see, I think that's too another big point as to why we're even taking the time to talk about this is honestly, I think one of the biggest ways that the enemy can kind of get into your head and that he breaks apart ministry is if you, I don't want to say are serving in the wrong place because you know, obviously serving is serving God, like mm-hmm. whatever, it's going to be used to glorify him. But maybe right now you're just serving in a certain area that isn't where you're most gifted. You right. know, for example, for me, I'm not a super bubbly outgoing person. So for me to be a greeter, that would be pretty straining on me. Like it's not my personality to be like, Hey, how are you? You know? Um, and so if, if I was just serving in that, I think I'd probably have a lot of doubts, you know, mm-hmm. and I, I know from talking to people that they do um, have doubts too when they're just working in places that aren't necessarily, I don't want to say for them because that sounds so wrong, but you guys, you get what I mean. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, it's just, that's why it's important to know this so that when you know what your strengths are, you can close down those lies or those thoughts of that the enemy kind of like whispers saying, you know, oh, maybe you don't belong here. Maybe this isn't for you. Oh, see, you're just not good at that. See, maybe you should try that other church. Yeah, you have friends that go there, right? Yeah, maybe you should do this. And you just slowly, you know, implode and you start doing the church hopping thing. And it's like, no, you were meant to be planted somewhere. um, And you were meant to just use your strengths. And so, yeah. Right. And I think a lot of people would have questions on how do you know? if you're in the right spot. Yeah. Yeah. That's a really good thing too. And obviously there's not like, um, a sure tell way to say like, Oh, just ask yourself these three questions and then, <laughs> yeah, then you'll be know. too easy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, um, I think prayer, of course, obviously, I mean, prayer is like the answer for everything, but two, um, one of the things, and it talks about it in first Corinthians 14, 33, I think the verse is, where it says, our God is not a God of confusion or chaos, but of peace. Mm -hmm. And so that is what I found is an excellent rule of thumb in ministry and in your life. And in in general. Right, right. Of of understanding, okay, is this situation causing chaos or is it causing peace? And I'll I'll just share two examples. So, um, you know what, (laughs) regardless of um, if you believe that the spiritual gift of tongues exists um these were two experiences that I had with it so one time back in college um there was one night where my roommates and I we were just talking through a lot of like hard painful things and we ended up praying and I mean this was like late at night probably like well whatever I guess that doesn't sound like honestly it's probably like midnight or like 1 a.m or something but anyways we're sitting in a circle and we're praying and it was, it was an emotional night, you know, whatever, we were crying, and 
One of my roommates, I didn't even know she could do this, but she began speaking in tongues. And granted, I mean, to this day, like, I don't really know much about tongues. Mm -hmm. Um, I had never heard someone speak it up until that point. To me, at first, I thought, like, wait, is she all of a sudden speaking a different language, like, (laughs) speaking Hebrew or something? And I didn't know that she could do this. Um, But I'm just being very honest. It was one of the most incredible, incredibly peaceful Mm -hmm. things. Because even when I think about it, I still get chills. But there was something about you you could feel, you know, the Holy Spirit. You could feel God in the room. And granted, I know that. Our faith is not based just on feelings alone. Um, But at the same time, the Holy Spirit, he is powerful and he does move Mm -hmm. in certain ways. And who are we to put him in a box, you know? Um, And so anyways, and and she's so humble about it, you know, I'm sure she's like, yeah, yeah, all the time. Yeah, no, you (laughs) could ask about it to this day. She'd be like, no, um, I don't do that. But um, no, she's so sweet. And so anyways, so that to me, I look at that situation and that brought peace because um, there was also someone there to interpret it. And it was just a very, um, a night where you really felt close to God. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I go, okay, there's that experience. And then one time I went to this other church um, and it was um, a charismatic church and I had never been to one before. And so, you know, I'm sitting there in the service And um, the pastor gets up on stage and he says, okay, guys, so your homework for this week is I want you all to practice three nights of speaking in tongues. And I was like, everyone, where am I? You know, like (laughs) the Twilight Zone music is playing. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, yeah, you guys are supposed to practice speaking in tongues at least three times this week. And I was like, okay. Um, And then this guy got up on stage and he began speaking in tongues. And he actually ended up, like, shaking and falling over. And I know. He looks so scared right (laughs) I am. I'm like, am I watching a movie? I know. No, I'm telling you. But see, by that point, I had known enough to where, like, exactly what you were saying, discernment. Discernment. I was just about to say that. You can tell between the good spirit and then a bad spirit. Exactly. Like, you can tell when it is the Lord moving Mm -hmm. and when it's man yep moving you know and trying to put on a show and for me that was a show for me that actually created chaos in a service where we were supposed to be studying our word and talking about what God says Mm -hmm. you know and instead it took the light away from him and so again just that verse first Corinthians 14 33 I hope I'm quoting it right because I don't have it there in front of me but um but yeah it's it's a good one just that God does not author confusion um but he creates peace and order you know Mm -hmm. um and so wow I'm feeling winded I just talked for so (laughs) love it (laughs) (laughs) yeah but um but anyways oh I think there was one more passage we were going to try to look at okay so that other passage it's actually still in first corinthians so it's first corinthians 12 starting at verse 14. Okay, so, Indeed, the body is not one part, but many. If the foot should say, Because I'm not a hand, I don't belong to the body. It is not for that reason any less a part of the body. 
And if the ear should say, because I'm not an eye, I don't belong to the body. It is not for that reason any less a part of the body. If the whole body were an eye, where would be the sense of hearing? If the whole body were an ear, where would be the sense of smell? But as it is, God arranged the members in the body, each one of them as he chose. And that last verse right there is the reason why we wanted to talk about it is that just again reiterating the idea that you are unique and created in God's image. And he has given you something that he wants you to carry out. And that's why we are encouraging um, just to find out what those gifts are. Um, And honestly, that's your mission field too. Like if you, let's see, there's another thing on here on this test um, that said if you were the ears. Like if your gift is just being able to listen people, to listen to people, Mm -hmm. then do that and do it well. Like you don't even have to be, you know, um, volunteering in whatever, um, at the sound booth or um, in worship or in hospitality or wherever your specific gifts are. Like, Mm -hmm. yes, of course, if that's your passion, those are great and excellent things and do them. But at the same time, maybe you just show up on Sundays um, and yet you get to meet someone new and you hear their story and maybe you're the only one who's actually going to take the time to listen to them. Right. You know, and that can be life-changing for someone. Like, can you imagine walking into a church where you don't know anyone and all of a sudden someone just sits patiently with you? Yeah. And hears your story? Like, and wants oh to my actually gosh. get to know you. Yeah, yeah. I'd be like, okay, what is this place? Uh-huh. Either everyone's crazy or it's legit. And um, I think, too, that, like, takes off the pressure of as soon as you become a Christian, you have to be involved in the church and do this and this mm. and this. And it's like, whoa, I just became a Christian. I need to figure out what I, I... I need to read scripture first. I need to build a relationship with God. Because before building a relationship with Him, how are you supposed to know what to do? Yeah, or else you're just trying to figure out what you're meant to be doing without you, without going to God first. So right. I think just those baby steps of just... If you feel like, hey, I should do this, then follow through with it. But don't feel pressure to go and help out. Yeah, honestly, I I didn't even think of that, so Mm -hmm. I'm glad you said that. Well, yeah, I mean, that's coming from experience, too, because as soon as I became a Christian, I was like, wow, everyone is so involved in this and this, but I don't know what I'm going to do yet, you know? And right now, I'm kind of just in that season of spending time with God. And God just really wants to get to know me. And now things are starting to slowly come together where I'm like, oh, I can do this now. And I'm sure other people feel the same way. Yeah, no, you're right. And that the church is just always in need of a servant. So you're right. Maybe it does fall into this, you know, trap of, oh, you you said the name Jesus. Okay, come on. Let's let's have you serve. Let's have you do something. Um. But you're right. That's that's a good point. Or feeling like, oh no, if I don't do this at the church, then God's not gonna like me. And yeah. it's like, whoa, you're already saved. It's okay. You're saved by grace. You don't have to do this. Right. Yeah. Right. If anything, like your spiritual strengths are just an add-on. Mm-hmm. You know, basically, it's like a mix-in. We're gonna take this full circle. It goes back to the pancake thing that we were talking about in the beginning. <laughs> your you're spiritual right. gifts are a mix-in. <laughs> <laughs> to your relationship with Christ. Yes. <laughs> oh, that Honestly, was good. it kind of works. It does. <laughs> Instead of thinking about 
Every time I go to put chocolate chips in something, I'm going to be like, yeah. That's so funny. Special gifts. <laughs> uh, but anyways, uh, thank you guys for just tuning in, listening to all yeah. this. And if you have any experience, any comments, any feedback, please um, DM us. We are actually now active on Instagram. Yes. So you will get a response. Yep. <laughs> Yeah, but we would we would honestly love to hear um, from you guys. So, anyways, we that's all we have for now. We'll talk to you later. Bye.